Hi, this is Michelle with The Fringe Following. Today is October 23rd, 2020. It's a Friday. And today we're going to be covering the Biden-Trump debate that happened last night. And also we're going to cover more on the Hunter Biden story. Um, More has developed since we last spoke. Today I have with me Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? I'm doing good. And you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. So we were going to cover the debates really quick. Um, I know we didn't have a lot to say about that. Um, it was uh, To me, it was a lot tamer. They, they covered a lot of the same topics, in my opinion, that they did with Chris Wallace's debate. There wasn't a lot on foreign policy. There wasn't a lot. To me, there wasn't much new, quite frankly. How did, how did you feel about the debates, Ronnie? Yeah, I think it was a lot more boring than last time. I mean, um, yeah. it was a lot more controlled. Trump uh, was much, much more under control this time, which showed he can control himself. I thought that was fine, but actually I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so, but I... But he did, you know, bring up the uh, Hunter Biden email scandal, which mm-hmm. I thought was good. And um, I think it's going to force people to look into it. And he did bust him on the whole fracking deal. So because, um, I mean, Biden's been going back and forth on that for a while. Yes. And Biden finally admitted that he would put an end to fracking. And then I think I caught it that Andy said on federal land or something like that. He kind of backtracked a little bit. Yeah. I I know know you were saying he was kind of going forward, then going back. He was backtracking a lot um, throughout the whole. Personally, I don't think two minutes is enough time to answer uh, a detailed question like that. It's kind of like Trump's health insurance thing, which is one of my big issues because Mm -hmm. I think it is for a lot of people. A lot of us can't afford it, don't want it because it's too expensive. You know, it's, it's a mess. And, you know, they asked him about it and Trump didn't really go into details about it. He's like, well, we're working on it and they keep blocking it. And it's like, well, but tell us what you were wanting to do. You know, we need to hear that again. And I don't think two minutes is long enough. Um, That was my critique of that. And Biden, he's just a, you know, he just comes off as a career politician. I mean, his answers are so fucking canned. Yes. It's like, I've heard this from every politician I've ever heard in my entire life in my several decades on the planet, just paste someone else's face over him. And that would be the same response. Yeah. It's just, you know, boring and Mm -hmm. canned and just very, um, not from the heart. No, and I think that's what is refreshing about Trump is he's not canned. You know, it's it, mm-hmm. it definitely comes from him. And you're right, two minutes isn't enough. I, I did see some commentary on the debates, and Chris Wallace was giving a commentary about this debate, saying, oh, how I wish that that would have been mine. They were a lot calmer. And I was like, well, maybe because the moderator was better, you know. But uh, the moderator was pretty balanced. Um, she, she even was. brought up the uh, whole um, deal with Hunter Biden, even, you know, she was, I agree, but I, I I don't know. I kind of like 60 towards Biden, 44 Trump in her biasness, in my opinion, you know, but Mm -hmm. you know, cause I saw every time Trump would really start to make some really good 
dig in your skin point, she would change the subject entirely. And I just thought, ah, you know, but other than that, no, I agree. I, I didn't catch the part where she brought up Hunter Biden, did she? I didn't I believe she did. Okay. Okay. I believe she did. She said something about the family being involved or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then she had her little two cents on the COVID question. Like right after that, she kind of corrected Trump about children and something. I don't know. And I'm like, uh, you know, adding in, in her own two cents that were kind of contrary to what Trump was saying. But other than that, I mean, out of all the moderators I've seen, yeah, I'm I'm pleased with this one. I mean, other than George Stephanopoulos was basically sleeping during the whole damn town hall last week. But yeah, I, I think she was the best. Someone told me that Trump even told her she was doing a good job. I missed that part. Did yeah, you? Yeah, know? I did hear him say that okay okay yeah, yeah he okay, was pretty good. happy with her compared to what he's been through <laughs> <laughs> well then there's that whole 60 minutes thing and we won't get into that because probably neither of us have seen that clip yet I, but... I did see it yeah oh you okay. did okay. okay I haven't had the chance yet and um so what was your opinion about that I am I am curious well so, I like, think there's she's just like the rest of them they come off as pit bulls you know just attack 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 and argue 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 you know um, just basically talking about COVID and talking about, um, different things and, you know, Trump saying, you know, you're really unfair. You wouldn't ask Joe Biden these questions, you know, you wouldn't treat him this way and that sort of thing. So she badgering, they're badgering these, uh, these journalists are, are just very, um, they're just always kind of in attack mode. Was it kind of like how Savannah Guthrie was with Trump in the town hall? To me, it's not as bad. Okay. Leslie okay. Stahl was not as bad as her, but not far off. Not far okay. off. And he actually walked out, I heard. Um, no, he from just that. said, I think we're finished. Is that enough? Good. Okay. You know, what, what more could be talked about? The thing went, I think, an entire 40, 37 minutes or something, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. How much longer could he possibly sit there and put up with her crap? You know, I mean... No, he didn't. He was just kind of like, oh, okay, I think we're finished. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm out of here. It wasn't like that at all. He he wasn't like throwing down his papers and storming out like a, no. okay, baby tyrant or something. Okay. No. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Who the hell knows how they're going to edit it? But, you know, I am tickled pink. I think this is the first time I've seen a 60-minute clip released ahead of time. <laughs> before yeah. it actually aired and yeah. i'm you know because you know they edit that shit a lot and that they make it look however they make it want it look that they'll cut out certain parts so i was pleased that he released that you know what it means or what it doesn't mean i don't know but i thought that was pretty cool <laughs> i will well, yeah well it will be interesting to see the edited version and see how drastically different it is i don't know yeah um yeah now, yeah. compared to what it would have been had he not done that, you know, that too, it's like, it makes you wonder if they're going to change up anything or they're still going to edit it to their heart. Well, I don't know when the interview occurred and, and it was, it's possible they already it had it edited and ready to go by when, when does 60 minutes air on Sundays? Sunday. It was a Tuesday interview for Sunday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't aired yet. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But back, back to the debates, back to the debate, Joe Biden did mention in front of God and everyone that he is, he did not get a single cent from Hunter Biden's transactions. It, didn't he say something like that, that I, I'm not quoting it specifically, but right? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to quote it either, but he did deny it. He did deny uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. 
And of course he did. Of course. Well, <laughs> yeah. Or he could have not said anything because that's really what his whole camp has been doing this past week with all of this. Yeah, but him not around. saying anything in front of a of the whole country would have looked really bad. Um, mm. So he had to answer it. And of course he had his, of course not answer. Right. Um, Come on, you know. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he did too. So yeah. So I think that is important because if it is indeed proven, then he's definitely caught in a lie. But whether the press shows that or not, I mean, I, I guess segueing segue to Hunter Biden and that scandal there, it's still being largely, largely ignored by the mainstream media. Um, and I, it's just, it's just a shame. It, it's, it's criminal in my opinion. I saw a chart when this first, um, became news last week mm-hmm. that they had how many minutes each news outlet, you know, had, um, made on the subject and mm-hmm. it said something, I don't have it verbatim in front of me, but let's say for example, NBC covered it for four minutes and CBS did covered it all. And you know, that, that kind of thing, it was very minimum, very minimum. And it's such a huge story. Huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. It's bigger than Watergate in my opinion. And, you know, you know, and I heard for Watergate, I mean, I grew up during that time, but as a kid, I didn't understand it, but I heard about it for years and years and years afterwards. I mean, it was just like the punchline of a lot of jokes and, and yet this is like largely ignored, you know, and it, it was kind of funny. I saw this, this, um, uh, article from NBC News, and they are comparing how the right is treating the Hunter Biden story to Pizzagate and how the right handled that. And I was just like, are you kidding me? This is a real laptop. This is a real... Um, you know, it's been proven. I I have several different articles that are saying, yes, this is definitely Hunter Biden's laptop. And somehow this has turned into, you know, something ridiculous. And they said, well, they just love that human trafficking and all that other stuff in Q and all that other bullshit. And then they're trying to make it, they, they tried to zero in on these Hunter Biden allegations with him with teenagers, which I don't think we've had definitive proof of yet. I know that Rudy Giuliani showed a few things things, but do we have something actually that's like a, a wow moment yet, Ronnie? I don't, I don't think we do on the, yeah, not on the underage, but they're, they're focusing in on that, which is probably like 5% of what's a big deal on that computer. I mean, granted, we haven't seen everything and it might become a 50, 75, or even 90% issue of some of the things we've heard are supposed to come out, then yeah, it would be really important. But the fact that they're zeroing on that and ignoring all the other things, (laughs) It's just like, really? So it, someone reading that and trusting NBC, oh, okay, that, that's just stupid stuff that, you know, right-wing conspiracy theories, and they're going to go on with their lives and not even, you know, pay attention to the story anymore. I, mean, I do yeah. agree that the timing of everything is very strange. Okay. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm skeptical. I'm just throwing, you know, ideas out there that they've been, I guess the laptop was in the FBI's possession uh, in 2019 mm-hmm. and nobody did anything about it. Um, and then, then we, you know, we told the story last podcast, but, uh, mm-hmm. and then Giuliani's had it and he's been looking through and I, you know, I, I, I guess the timing of it is, Hey, um, elections coming up and they want it to be fresh in people's minds. Hey, look what's happening. Now, my question is, it's like, um, it looks like they have 
tied it to Joe Biden for sure being involved. And there's even speculation that is tied to Obama and that Obama knew. Um, I wonder why, though, why isn't there a law in place that if someone is under investigation, that why should they be running for president? Like, why is that even, you know, I'm not saying put the handcuffs on. I mean, obviously, they got to go through this stuff. It's got to go to court and all this stuff. But why isn't there some kind of rule that, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, look at it this way, though. Look at the opposite side. If that were indeed a rule, do you not think that they would come up with some freaking investigation right now on Trump? And then I know, would- but see, like with the Russian collusion and how they were saying Trump, you know, just uh, was including, there's really no laptop evidence. There's no email evidence. There's no phone call evidence. There's nothing that they could come up with. Um, they made it all up and it's in writing that they made it all up and it's just, uh, yeah. Like that this came out later. I mean, all of yeah. this, I mean, in, in reality, all of this could be turned out to be Russian collusion and we don't know it. I and that's, I mean, like that's a detailed collusion. You got a whole laptop yeah. <laughs> and Hunter Biden's name, his emails, other, you know, I don't know that that's a big, big lie. That would be the lie of the century. And, and it is a lie. And they're still holding to that lie. Didn't he freaking just say that in the debate last night, Joe Biden, about something about Russia? And, you know, that's what like Trump yeah, answered right, back. Yeah. It's always Russia. But yeah. that's the thing. I mean, we, we are in a country where you are innocent until proven guilty and you're proven guilty by the process of the law. So I just think that. Yeah, but see, if Biden did get elected, all of this stuff would be so buried and. They probably try to go after Trump for some made up bullshit. Who knows? I mean, well, I'm just, I'm just saying if that rule was in place, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. They would, you know, if we could say, oh, well, Biden can't run; he's under investigation. Well, Trump can't run because we're investigating him again for A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and they'll come up with their fake proof. And by the time it all shakes down, the election's over, and then that person's lost their chance. So I guess for me, yeah, as much as I think he, it's the core of human opinion and public opinion that's ultimately going to decide and they're going to decide on November 3rd. So yeah, I agree. He should be removed. Actually, he should just step down. He, as a candidate thinking about the best for the country, should step down. And for God's yeah, sake, no, this was a Republican not, candidate. He's and trying, trying to cover around. his ass. He's trying yeah. to cover his ass and his family's asses, all of them. He knows that if they get busted, people are going to jail or whatever they're going to do. And he's trying to save his ass. So, of course, he showed up to the debate and he denied it. You know, of course he did. He's not going to step down. This guy has no moral compass whatsoever. I mean, right. it's obvious. Right. But circling back to my whole point for this podcast, if the media would give this the proper attention it's due and the proper investigation, because even though the media is fucked, they are really good investigators. They're probably some of the best investigators out there. So if they actually ran with this and it became the court of public opinion about him, he'd be forced to step down. He'd have to for his party's sake and for everybody else. But the media proliferates this lie, censors this lie, shuts people's Facebook accounts down over this lie and Twitter accounts down over this lie. So they really are more the culprit in this than Joe. They should be shutting him down. They should be talking bad about him. He should be on every news channel 
all the time being talked shit about because if the role was reversed and all this evidence came out about Donald Trump, he would have to step down. He would have to say, I'm going to step down because the evidence is that overwhelming. And he would know that. And his advisors would tell him, but we're all being gaslighted by the press. And you know so that Joe Trump, enforced <laughs> you know that Trump had um, Hunter Biden's ex-business partner as a guest last night. I had heard that that was the case, that he was in the audience. Is that correct? Yeah. Or, okay. He and does that. That's any- Trump. No, of course not. They don't talk. Okay. But, okay. but it's just kind of like when, um, what was that? Remember that time back in 2016 when, uh, or maybe 2015 when he was running, or 2016, sorry, when he was running and he had, what was that? I think it was one of the debates with Hillary. And- so Bill Clinton's in the audience and Trump had Juanita Broderick, which was a woman that accused Clinton of raping her back in, I think in the seventies or something. Oh, wow. And another, uh, maybe one or two, I think there's two other women there that had accused Bill Clinton of some kind of sexual misconduct and they were in the audience. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> so that's a tr- Yeah. That's a Trump tactic. He likes to do that for, um, intimidation to make them nervous. Now it didn't work for Joe Biden. He was just kind of like, no, you know, I didn't do it, you know, but that man has a history of lying. He's been lying for, you know, 47 years. Decades. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've been paying the price as American people. Yeah. Yeah. Most certainly. But so um, the wall street journal did though, they did put out that uh, Hunter Biden's ex business partner alleges father knew about the venture. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't, you know, get to the whole story because it's paywall, but um, yeah, that, that he knew. And that guy, I think was turning over his evidence and devices and everything over to um, have them investigated. Uh, Who's the associate, who was the, the name of the associate in the audience yesterday? What is uh, his name is Anthony Bublu Bublowinski. Yeah, it's a B-O- weird name or it's yeah. a hard to pronounce name rather. Yeah. And the National Pulse had um, published on, I don't know what date, oh, October 22nd. So that was just yesterday. Um, so it says exclusive smoking gun Biden emails reveal he lobbied the big guy for political favors claimed if I ask he will do it. And uh, it says here, not only did Hunter Biden say he would oblige, but he also noted he would be killed by White House vice presidential staff if he went around everyone and straight to Joe Biden, apparently acknowledging the unethical nature of his upcoming action. The big guy appears to be a common euphemism for Joe Biden and appears in previous emails published by the New York Post and confirmed by Hunter Biden, business associate, associate Tony Bobolowinski or Anthony Bobolowinski. Mm-hmm. The latest news comes despite Joe Biden repeatedly insisting there is no basis whatsoever for claims that Hunter Biden profited from his family name. Uh, it has a screenshot here of the email. Mm-hmm. And... Um, kind of hard to read because it's kind of uh, pixelated, but left-wing news sites like Vox have repeatedly claimed by mutual agreement Hunter avoided lobbying his father without evidence and contrary to what the new emails reveal. The email dated February dated December 14, 2010, came from a lobbyist and senior partner at the Mathis Harpel Group, which has worked for major pharmaceutical industry groups, big tobacco corporations, and even major petroleum companies like Royal Dutch Shell. 
Chuck Harpel, a lobbyist and senior partner at the firm, emailed Hunter Biden about arranging a meeting with then Vice President Joe Biden, who he referred to as the big guy. The email begins, Hunter, I will tell you that the building trades are at the end of their rope with this administration. They, General President Mark Ayers and Secretary Treasurer Sean McGar- McGarvey, we're told two years ago that Nate Tamarin was the labor guy. Since then, those that Haven chosen to circumvent Nate after no action did hear the wrath of Nate. Those that stood up to him, the IBU, NEA, IAFF, etc., basically told Nate to go fuck off in a nice way. Mm. He continued, personally, I was the Teamsters political director and under the Bush presidency, I was able to call Rove, Melman, Sarah Taylor, and Andy Card. Granted, a lot didn't get done, but at least we were heard. Whereas now we have our team in, and Sean has sent an official letter asking for a meeting with Vice President Biden over a year ago. And the reasoning for not getting the meeting is absolutely ridiculous. So what is worse, having our guys in there and no access or having access like with Bush with terrible results. Furthermore, the National Building and Construction Trades Secretary Treasurer, who represents nearly 3.5 million members, thinks that Vice President Biden doesn't want to meet with him and his President Mark Ayers. So in other words, Harper was emailing the Vice President's son for political access and Hunter promised to oblige. So in a reply to Harpel, just over two hours later, Hunter Biden allegedly wrote, I'll work on it. But is there any issue I should know about before I go around everyone and straight to him? If I ask him, he will do it. But if I'm missing something legit, then I will get killed by staff. R. Hunter Biden. Uh, It says the bombshell comes as the national news media continues to ignore and pour scorn over the veracity of the Hunter Biden laptop and the emails contained within. The National Pulse has confirmed the nature of the emails and the contents of the laptop. Harple also told Hunter Biden in the original email, you should not be worried about getting yelled at by the boss or his staff. They should be shitting their pants thinking that because of miscommunications. The building trades think they are being dissed by the vice president. Personally, the building trains are too honorable, stuck on protocol. If it were my union, I would have sandwiched the president, VP, or the COS and made sure they knew. All that said, what, what b- works best for you and I is for you to call Sean first. Say you talk to me and that you want to get all the facts before you talk to the big big guy. This will be good for both of us. What do you think? Um, the National Pulse will be breaking more stories, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Right. so basically, yeah. I mean, while we don't understand exactly what all of that means, it was definitely Hunter was the guy that people went to to get to his dad okay. for various favors yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes. Yes. I, yeah, that's definitely what I got from that article as well. Um, that, you know, it's interesting because these people are flipping, you know, Tony Bablinski, it was Bevan Cooney. If you remember, he also flipped and he is in jail right now, but he also flipped and hand over, handed over some of his emails as well that confirmed that Hunter Biden's laptop was actually Hunter Biden's. In fact, Bevan Cooney is afraid for his life and he's actually having to be put under solitary confinement in the jail because now he's worried that he might get, you know, he, you know, he might accidentally commit suicide. So yeah, I, I hear, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think that, um, you know, I, to me, you know, I, 
Okay, so there was this article, or maybe it was a clip. Let me check if I can find it. Yeah. Okay. It's between Tom Cotton, a Senator Tom Cotton, who is a Republican, and the Squawk Box, an interviewer on Squawk Box. Have you heard of them? No. No, I haven't either, but it was pretty interesting. Let me get it up really quick. Hang on. Senator, I, I wanted to make two points. Uh, one is that uh, the media industry, at least the media industry that I know, uh, has been trying to investigate this and has not been able to corroborate the story. I would also note the Wall Street Journal, which is owned by News Corporation, which also owns the New York Post, has not been able to corroborate the story and said so uh, quite directly in the Wall Street Journal today. Um, in the news pages of the Wall Street Journal. So just to, to clarify, it is not uh, that the news organizations are not looking into this, it's that they haven't been able to corroborate the story and a responsible news organization wouldn't therefore report it. Now, the next piece of this is you're talking about the tech companies censoring uh, such quote-unquote news. Uh, if, in fact, the tech companies had quote-unquote liability, like news operations do, you, you wouldn't want them to be reporting something that they couldn't corroborate, no? Do you mean like the Russian collusion hoax and the Steele dossier that you reported on for four years, Andrew? Well, look, I, I think it's, it's fair to say that when you're reporting this news, there were clearly investigators that were investigating this and, and the news organizations were reporting about those investigations. In this case, those investigations don't even exist, so there's nothing to report on in that regard yet. Now, very, it very well may be that there should be reports in the future about it, reports of investigations, but on the merits right this moment, it doesn't seem to be something that people are able to corroborate, for better or worse. A Andrew, you and outlets like CNN and New York Times obsessively reported about the Steele dossier which was an obvious fabrication. There's a clear, clear double standard here being applied to Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. When's Joe Biden going to come out and have a press conference and answer the question, is he the big guy? And was Hunter holding 10 for him? The Wall Street Journal didn't uh, disprove that allegation. All he has to do is come out and answer these questions. Donald Trump did it four years ago. He's done it repeatedly. Where's Joe Biden? So that I, I really like that. And if you could watch the video, I'm going to post it. Those that are listening, the, the deadpan expression on Senator Cotton, I, yeah, he'd be a great comedian. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Was basically his expression. And as you can hear in his voice is like, and what about this that you guys reported on and turned out? Yeah. Isn't that interesting though? Yeah. The minute they got this quote unquote information about the dossier, they couldn't shut the fuck up about it forever and ever. And now this comes out and it's huge. It's on a laptop. It's been, you know, looked through, investigated. There's freaking photos. There's mm -hmm. emails. There's text messages. I mean, and they're like, well, we can't corroborate that. How can you not? <laughs> How can you not? How can you not? Exactly. Exactly. I think that is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the, the hint of Trump doing anything wrong, and you've got every network on the station, you know, talking about it, and maybe in this, that and the other thing, and let's wait for proof. This, I mean, it's handed on a golden platter. It's been verified by several different sources. It's indeed Hunter Biden's and 
crickets. It is disgusting. It is irresponsible. I even heard Pierce Morgan, which shocked me. I don't know if you saw that. He was on Fox. I think it was Tucker Carlson. And he was talking about the irresponsibility of the press and how irresponsible they are for not being unbiased and for not covering the story that it is their responsibility. And if I'm not mistaken, that guy is pretty liberal. Um, I don't, I do not think he's a conservative, but he from England was even really coming down very hard on the press for ignoring us. They're outright ignoring of this story. And I agree with him. I agree with him 100%. I really do. I think there's kind oh, of now, I, there was something about Kamala. Did you hear about that? I did. Um, now that came in a cue drop or see that. Um, let's see. They, they, they had uh, linked up a Fox news article, Harris. Oh, sh sorry. I don't know if you hear that. Do you hear that? No. What is that? No, mm -mm. never mind. Okay. okay. Video. All right. Um, I opened up this thing and it, video popped up. Okay. So it says Harris, prominent Democrats listed as key contacts for Biden family business venture projects. Um, and it says a list of key domestic contacts for a joint venture involving Jim and Hunter Biden and now bankrupt CEFC China Energy Company included former Vice President Joe Biden's current running mate, Senator Kamala Harris, among other prominent Democrats, Fox News has learned. Um, an email exclusively obtained by Fox News with the subject line, Phase 1 Domestic Contacts Projects, and dated May 15, 2017, Biden's brother Jim Biden shared a list of key domestic contacts for Phase 1 target projects. Uh, the email is unrelated to the laptop or hard drive um, purportedly belonging to Hunter Biden the former vice president. And then you can click on that. I'll send this to you. I have it too, have but it. you'd have I it. Have okay. It. it says read, read the email here. And it says the list included Harris, um, Senate minority leader, Chuck Schumer, Amy Klobacher of Minnesota, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, New York city mayor, Bill de Blasio, former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe. And of course, they're all Democrats. <laughs> uh, it is unclear if any of the Democrats were ever contacted about the target projects. Um, the email was sent from Jim to Hunter Biden, Tony Bobluwinski, Rob Walker, and James Giller. Bobluwinski was an institutional investor who was recruited by the Biden family to run their joint venture and now bankrupt CEFC China Energy Company. Um, yeah, so what the what the post on the Q alert was referring to, it says key domestic contacts for phase one target projects. And then it lists all those names I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And it says here, Pandora's political elite box. Um, so it kind of shows how everybody is connected one way or the other in, into all of this um, crime syndicate, basically. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it goes larger than his family, quite frankly, even though it's family that's really showing up on Hunter Biden's laptop. But I do believe it goes larger than that. I really, really do. And how far it goes, we have no idea. I mean, we talk about de deep state in theory, but this to me is like deep state in re reality to me. I don't know about you, but it's, you know, I'm sure Obama knew. I'm sure of it. You know, how could he not? I mean, 
other stories that we've heard and they haven't been confirmed and they haven't been talked about lately. I mean, that he sent money over to Iran to cover up things. And so, you know, you just have to, you have to wonder. And I thought that my hope and dream is that, of course, Trump gets reelected. Okay. And as we've said on this podcast before, we're definitely not trying to sway anyone. I mean, I obviously have my questions about Trump sometimes about how he's doing things. However, I think personally, he's a great president. Um, My dream and hope is that once he gets reelected, that by then, I would hope that all of these sleepers are, are mostly gone, and that he can finally go in and prosecute, or, you know, not he, but you know, the the whole system can prosecute and finally get us to move forward. You know, as Mm -hmm. a country, we're stuck in all these investigations and it's almost like nothing can get done. Really. It feels like there's no closure and there's no company. doesn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if the company, if the company, if the country can't have closure, then everything remains open and festering and if there's well, just some we sort were of a corporation because obviously Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden thought that this country was for sale. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> I like oh, that really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I had heard and I don't know how true this is, but I heard that America the United States was a corporation. They had United States of America Inc basically, and that it was recently reversed. Now, is, is that true? Is it a conspiracy theory? I don't know. Makes kind of sense to me, but I, who knows, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But they did think it was for sale, really, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I really wouldn't. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so I Yes, a few more things in the news. I heard that Donald Trump granted Duke Tanner clemency after 16 years in prison. I don't know if you heard of that. Yeah, Yeah, he he was sentenced to life in prison for a first time nonviolent crime because of Joe Biden's crime bill. And so um, he he has a message and that will also be on our Facebook page that he says. And then also um, there. The Senate Judiciary Republicans advance Barrett's nomination. Um, the Democrats, shock of shock, boycott the vo- vote yesterday. They wouldn't show up, but they didn't need them. Um, it was a 12-0 recommendation. I think there were 10 Democrats on that committee, and they just didn't show. So there was a 12-0 vote. Um, and it's great. So by overwhelming majority, <laughs> she is going to advance to the floor to be voted on. And they say that that will happen before the election. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And yeah. I know we, we still have the majority in the in the Senate. And one thing Trump did say last night in the debates over and over again is he thinks he's going to win the House because Nancy Pelosi has been dragging her ass about COVID relief, which I believe and fully, fully concur with. I am so yeah. frustrated with her beyond belief. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think he's right. I, Oh, my God. I mean, you have your wishes. I have mine. I wish we take the House. I wish we take the Senate and the presidency. And if people start 
you know, destroying stuff and cities and half this country. I hope martial law goes into effect because Trump won't care anymore and he'll actually protect people from it. I, I really would. Do. Yeah, I don't think he's going to mess around after this. No, I hope not. I hope not. Um, I mean, I understand. Did you hear about if, you know, 50 Cent and Ice Cube? I heard about 50 Cent and Ice Cube. Yeah. And I, Yes, I did. I covered it on a solo podcast, but yeah, um, it, it, yeah, he really, I like the fact that 50 Cent did, you know, looked at the tax plan and said, whoa, you know, I'm going to be 20 <laughs> cents. <laughs> 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 so that was interesting. I really like that. And the ice cube part, I don't know if he's pro-Trump per se. I didn't see that. He has not endorsed anyone. However, there was a picture floating around with him and 50 Cent wearing a Trump hat. Now, I was looking at that going, is that Photoshopped? But it didn't look like it. It looks legit to me. Um, But yeah, no, but he, I do follow him on Twitter because he's kind of intriguing. He questions everything, you know, he really does. But he said, I haven't endorsed anyone. You know, he says, everybody is lied to the African-American community as far as I remember. And he went to the Biden uh, thing first. You probably already know that and probably already had reported that before, but they didn't. Oh, we'll get back to you after the election. So he went to the Trump, you know, uh, campaign basically. And they said, sure. Yeah, we'll talk. Let's go. You know? Yeah, no, I didn't cover that. And you're right that I thought that was so cool that he went to Biden first and then sorry, you know, and about like, why didn't the Biden campaign jump on that? I don't know, but I guess their losses are gain, you know? So because honestly, I think they're a bunch of racists, to be honest with you. If I, if I need to tell the truth here, I really do. I think they're a bunch of racists. You mean with I mean, the rock and Cardi B both um, saying they're, that they're, he's the choice. I mean, really, I'm, I'm being facetious. So. Yeah, I know. But they don't, you know, again, these are people with blinders on and who are just, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Right, right. And I, one thing I did want to play um, for our listeners before we go is also back to the veracity of Joe, uh, of, of Hunter Biden's laptop. I do have Jim Jordan speaking out on it on Fox News about it. So it's a real short clip. Beyond a shadow of doubt, the laptop is in fact Hunter Biden's. The emails are in fact accurate. The big guy referenced in one of the emails is in fact Joe Biden. We know Hunter Biden had deals with communist China, Ukraine, uh, deals with this company Burisma that even the State Department said was a concern. And he was getting cash from the mayor of Moscow's wife. So all that, of course, this should come up. But what I also hope really comes up is the president stresses what he did for the American people. The fact that he said he would cut taxes and did, said said he would reduce regulations and did, said we'd have a roaring economy and we did, said he'd get out of the Iran deal and we did, said he would put the embassy in Jerusalem and he did, said he would build the wall and he did, said he would do a new USMCA, a new NAFTA agreement and he did, said he would put out a list and choose from that list to put on the highest court in our country. And he picked from that list, Mr. Gorsuch, Mr. Kavanaugh, there on the court, put out another list, selected from that list, Amy Coney Barrett, and she's going on the court in a matter of days. No president, no president has done more of what they said they would do than this guy. Really liked everything that he said. Well, of course, but he has a great way of speaking and it just really, you know, has great rhythm and I really liked how he said that the president has done everything that he said he's done. 
And not only that, it has been verified about Hunter Biden's laptop. And it's just so frustrating that that keeps getting ignored, as we've talked about so many times. But it's like, yeah, I just shame on you, the rest of MSN. Shame on you. That's all I can say. This is crazy. Well, so if you want to get more detailed information, you can go actually straight to the source. And that's Rudy Giuliani's um, YouTube channel called Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense. So Mm -hmm. almost every day, or not every day, but maybe, well, I think every day, he's been talking about things on this laptop. So just two hours ago, he posted. So I've been kind of watching it, and I was going to play some clips, but I don't have any queued up because... I didn't know what to put. There's so much. Okay. No, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So much, you know, that I was like, I don't know what to clip, um, what, you know, what to play a clip of, but um, they're, they're, it's a really good, um, you know, he tells you exactly what's on there, what's going on, how everything's connected. And, um, and then you get to enjoy his uh, commercials, which I find funny. He's got like a cigar commercial. And um, anyway, that's besides the point. It's kind no, of that's hilarious. Funny. I should have watched that. I, I haven't, I've watched oh, it's great. videos. But the whole I thing is now. great. I mean, okay. it's, it's really juicy information. And then he'll say, okay, we're going to take a break. And then it breaks to this, him, you know, smoking a cigar and talking about the cigar shop. And <laughs> <laughs> he is so old school, you know, he reminds yeah. me of someone, you know, like kind of the fatherly, grandfatherly sort of figure, you know, when he gets the old there. Italian grandfather, you know, yeah, yeah. New exactly. York City. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. As we've mentioned in the past, you know, he, he did not, he got this information from the guy in Delaware, the computer shop. And so, um, and he's been exploring it, tearing it apart, verifying it. And I, I'm, just really glad it went to him and not somebody else that would suppress it. And the way that he presents the information is what I appreciate. It's like matter of factly, it's not sensational to me at all. Like it would be like, if it came from a reporter, it's just pretty, this is what happened. Kind of reminds me of someone who's seen it all and done it all by now, you know, and even though Mm -hmm. some things are shocking, he, he doesn't like get all excited or anything. He very calmly explains everything. And to me, that makes me believe him more, you know, I don't know a lot about Giuliani. I know a little, but it just, you know, I don't know if he's known for being honest and truthful or what, but to me, he just strikes me as a guy who is telling the truth. Well, I think he is, but, you know, and I've never known him to lie about anything. Now, of course, if you ask CNN, yeah, of course, he's the worst liar to ever exist since this all broke. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, two hours ago, he has a YouTube uh, video, How Joe Biden Got Millions in Foreign Bribery. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing this Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be watching that. Now, now, what was the name of the channel again? I, I'm going uh, to drop a link for our for yeah. our listener. Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense. Common Sense, yeah. Yes. And then you get to watch him do commercials, which is really, you know, if you're not into what's really going on and you just want to watch the commercials, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> I'm making fun of him. I just thought is he really promoting a cigar company and a security company and all this other stuff? What is going on here? Yeah. All right. So that's all I had about all of this. I'm sure more is going to come out by the time, you know, we, we come back. Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you everyone for listening in. You can find us on Twitter, uh, the fringe following, and you can find us on parlor pilled.net 
P-I-L-L-E-D.net. That's a new platform that's just emerged and also on Facebook. So go ahead and give us all a follow there if you're there. Yes, please do. Thank you for joining us and we will catch you on the next news cycle. Bye-bye. Bye.